Hello, friends. It's Leanne here. Welcome to Europe First. Hello, friends. I'm here today with a solo episode to share some news with you. First of all, happy summer. I hope you're enjoying the longer days and some extra free time if you have kids at home. Mine have been knocking around the house for almost two weeks. And um, when they were little, there was this sense of longing when school was over. Even though summer had a lot of promise, my kids loved school, still do, and didn't want it to end uh, until this year. I could feel the effort going into the last few months of school. And then May, which is a fever pitch of activity. If you're a parent with any number of children, it is a pretty crazy month where everything is like closing out. It's the last of everything, right? And it just ran us around. This year, I could feel how the older kids, my two older kids were ready for summer and a whole lot of doing nothing. And I was ready too. This year was different for me because this is just the second year of their lives that I'm not heading into summer with most of my event season still ahead of me and not really knowing how I was going to juggle the busiest time of the year for me with three kids out of school. It was always like this anxiety riddled time for me. So this year when I could feel that familiar anxiety rising when June was drawing closer, I got to say, oh, wait, I don't have to do that anymore. So this year, I was the most excited I've ever been about summer arriving. I have loved hanging out and working from home and watching the kids turn to mush on the sofa for the last couple of weeks. And it's also given me a chance to reflect on the year since I left my job. So much has happened this year. Incredible amounts of change and growth. Last year, right about this time, I was finishing my last two weeks as an event planner and getting ready to set off on a month-long road trip with the kids. If you follow along on my blog, newsonthemountain.com, or on my social links, which you can find in the show notes below, you read all about that trip and how it didn't go as planned, which of course now looking back was the point. I was out there alone with the kids traversing the Western United States and we were plagued by COVID and migraines and rainstorms. And it was the best adventure, even though we didn't end up doing half of what we planned to do. But that month, led me into August, a month that can be described in a word. And that word is collapse. That's exactly what I did too. I collapsed, not just from a month of travel and leaking tents and long, long days of driving, but also from the many, many long years where there was no rest or reprieve. The years of juggling a very physical and high stress career as a wedding planner, and sprinkle in there three pregnancies, long months of sleepless nights that followed those pregnancies. And really it just bled into years of no sleep and no rest for something like, I don't know, 15 years. 
And a lot of that was self-inflicted. We've talked many times on this podcast about boundaries and how I didn't know how to have them. I didn't know how to say no to the wrong people. I didn't know how to say no to the right people. And I was way too hard on myself. I never felt like enough was enough. So yeah, I was overdue for a collapse. And so I did for a whole month. And when I started to emerge, I got struck by lightning one morning. And for some strange reason, the thing I wanted to do was something I'd never done before. And that's learn how to podcast. You've probably heard me say it before, but these last 10 months of producing a podcast have been some of the best times in my life. Not only did I learn a new skill, but I learned a whole bunch about taking a risk, doing something before I'm ready and pulling my own seat up to a table that nobody invited me to, but has been one of the most welcoming and inclusive experiences of my life. And a lot of that had to do with getting over myself, getting over imposter syndrome and just doing what feels good to do, what I'm put here to do. No one needed to tell me that this was for me. I felt that it was for me. And then the cherry on top is that podcasters are awesome and a really enthusiastic bunch of kindred spirits. We are a collection of people that love to talk. We love to think. We love to puzzle things out together. And I have felt so welcome into this group of people who spend a lot of free time bringing content to our podcast airways. And even better is that I have had the privilege of interviewing some of the most interesting and intelligent and passionate people I've ever met. And there is nothing quite as rewarding as pushing publish every Thursday and Sunday and sharing all of this fun with you. And so that brings me to the point of this particular episode. The name might give you a hint, worthy of pausing. My first episode was called Worthy of Quitting, and so I wanted to be really poetic and close season one with a neat little bow and a nod to where this all began. So all of that to say, this episode is the official close of season one of Europe First. For a few months now, I felt the calling to practice what I preach, so I'm doing that and taking a few weeks off to travel and be with the kids while the kids are still around to be with. And while I'm away this summer, I'll be formulating some of the many ideas I have for the format of season two. There's a chance I'll switch things up, maybe change the format, maybe change the frequency, maybe have a little bit different theme. The thing I love so much about podcasting is it's such a playful platform that allows the muse to move as it wishes. And so I'm going to pause long enough for the muse to speak to me about what season two wants to look like. And I have so many ideas. I'm really excited. So while I pause from the many, many hours of episode editing every week, I'm excited to have some extra time to also start writing a book. I've been threatening to write a book for something like two decades. And this summer, I'm taking that calling seriously. I realized over the last months how much time I have when I prioritize my passions. Countless hours have gone into scheduling interviews, recording interviews, and editing the best possible podcast episodes I'm capable of putting out. And so now I'm out of excuses. The kids are older and I work for myself again. And in the absence of editing for the podcast, I have a whole bunch of time to hammer out a rough draft or maybe even a finished copy of a book. What's the book about? 
Well, I have long had a memoir about my backpacking trip through South America that needs to be written again. But this summer is, I think, begging for a shorter memoir, perhaps something about this sabbatical and the story behind the story. It wasn't just podcasting and starting a freelance writing business that happened this year. It was so much more, as you can imagine. It was mostly quiet, a little or maybe even a lot painful, and a lot of waiting and listening that happened this last year. And so, so much more. There's quite a bit to unravel with this last year. And I'm excited to write about what was happening behind the scenes of this growth and midlife transition and becoming a full version of myself. And this is going to be the fun part. Once I'm underway on the writing, I'm pretty sure I'm going to document it on social media with regular check-ins about summer and the writing process and even maybe include excerpts from the chapters. You all have been such a motivating force behind the weekly podcast episodes that I thought it would be fun to share with you this journey as well. I mean, writing a book is usually like this bang your head against the wall, frustrating kind of process. And I'm thinking, I wonder if using you all as motivation and my muse might help with that normally really frustrating process. So while I'm not going to be putting out weekly episodes this summer of the podcast, we can still keep in touch. I come to you to say, I want to hear from you. I have an email address, youreupfirst at gmail.com. That's Y-O-U-R-E upfirst at gmail.com. And I would love to hear from you. If you want to suggest topics for season two or make suggestions on how I can make episodes great, if you want to suggest people I might interview, things we might talk about, any kind of topics for minisodes, or anything that you might have been thinking these last 10 months about how this could be better or how it could serve you better, I would love to hear from you. So please, please email me at youreupfirst at gmail.com with all of your thoughts. And if you aren't already following me on social, I would love to connect with you there. I, once again, my social links are in the show notes and it would be super fun to connect with you there. You can get snippets of my life, the baby scrub jay that we're raising right now, my three kids, our travels, just a snippet of the day in the life here. It would be super fun to connect with you there. But before I sign off on this episode, I thought I would leave you with three things I plan to do this summer and hope maybe it can be an inspiration for you to try a little something out of your comfort zone as well. So the first thing I'm going to do is get in more pictures. Oh my, the years that have passed, the special occasions, the Mother's Day celebrations where there's no trace of me, except in the byline where I get credit as the photographer. So many years, I have disliked everything about what showed up in that photo when I was in it. So many years, I spent time after the photos were taken, after the gatherings, after the special occasions, after the trips, deleting evidence of my imperfections. Oh, it kind of hurts to talk about it now because it was so unnecessary. When I do look back on old photos, I think, what was I so worried about? What was it I didn't like? What was it I thought I needed to change? 
So I'm making friends with that person in the photo now. And the imperfection she has gained from living a full life, from birthing children, from falling off mountains, getting too much sun. I love that short poem that talks about wanting to slide into the end of life, just wrung out, torn up, and fully spent on a life well lived. So that's the plan. And this summer actually gets me into those photos, looking like I'm living a full life. So that's my first challenge to myself. My second challenge is I'm going to play hooky with the kids. That might sound easy for me as a self-employed person, but the downside of self-employment is that if you're not there hustling and doing the work, you don't get paid. But I'm going to flip that this year. I think a rested and happy person makes a more effective worker. So I'm going to try and play more with my kids. Find free time in unexpected places like say Wednesday at 2 or Monday at 9 a.m. My hope is that I can pass on the idea to my kids that making money and showing up for work is important, but not everything. So let's go play more. That's number two. Number three, look for ways to simplify our lives. My plan this weekend is to get help purging certain rooms, closets, and corners of our home that hold dead energy. Five people in a moderately sized house makes for a lot of stuff that we never touch, but bump into all the time. I used to long for a bigger house, maybe a two story so that I didn't have to see the clutter unless I went upstairs, but that is not a reality. So the clutter lives in the bedroom hallway outside the boys' room. We step over it every night when we go in to tuck them in. It's in the guest room that is supposed to be a playroom but is really only a storage unit for the stuff we've forgotten we even have. So I'll do one of my favorite things this summer and purge like nobody's business again. I did a huge one during COVID. I did another big one during our remodel in 2021. And now I'm doing the purge of summer 2023. Simplify, downsize, make room for a new phase of our children's older ages and older preferences to try and get to a place where we're living minimally and have our space reflect the openness of our minds where creativity can come out and play. This is the hope. So I'm going to invite you again to follow along on social to see if I succeed in even getting past the first few minutes without hyperventilating, which is what I want to do when I go into the boys' room every night. I want to be present in the purge so that I can be mindful about what we're getting rid of and just Marie Kondo the heck out of this house. So wish me luck on all of those three things. More photos of me, stay tuned. Playing hooky, also stay tuned. And a much freer, lighter house with less stuff. Oh, help me. So wish me luck. And on that note, this isn't goodbye but see you in my inbox or on Facebook or on IG and I'll keep you posted on new episodes coming out this fall just as soon as I know what I'm doing with that. So in the meantime, please, please drop me a message, find me on the interwebs and let's not let go of this good thing we've got. Thank you for all you've given me this season. 
I hope I was able to give you even a fraction of the gift you have given to me. Enjoy these days ahead. Until next time. If you enjoyed this episode or if someone you know might enjoy it, please share freely and don't forget to like and subscribe to help our content rise to the top. Until next time, take care and I'll see you on the next episode of You're Up First.